Hello, 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 everybody. So it's your girl, Yan, and welcome to the Millie Talk. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to the few subscribers, even though it's not a lot, but I am still appreciated, appreciative of your support. Um, and for those who are just tuning in and just want to know what the Millie Talk is, what's it about, well, you can check the first video that I make. It's just six minutes long. So you can just tap in to that frequency, you know, that nice sound. Come on. You don't want to miss this for anything. Okay. So today we will be talking about prosperity gospel. What is the prosperity gospel? How does it align with the Bible? Is it worth for Christians to listen to? Are we supposed to be listening to the prosperity gospel? What is it that Jesus says about stuff like these? And yeah, <laughs> so just let, let's get right into it, okay? So first of all, what is the prosperity gospel so prosperity theology is somewhat of a belief in the the prosperity gospel the the health and wealth gospel or the gospel of success or seed faith right and they said that according to google because i've done my research they said that prosperity um gospel was a belief among Presbyterian christians you know and i guess they were right but they weren't the ones to found prosperity gospel okay prosperity gospel is indeed in the bible why 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 would you say that and it's not in the bible of course prosperity gospel is in the bible the whole bible speaks on wealth it speaks on health it is even the will of god telling us that we should be healthy we should be wealthy you know we should have enough money that overflows our table overflowing with food the bible teaches us these things come on guys come on prosperity gospel is real and it is live as ever in the bible there are just some teachers out there who mainly focus on the gospel of prosperity rather than equally dividing the teachings in the bible and some people have a problem with that I don't have a problem with that if that's where they want to you know teach the world well they can teach the world I don't have a problem with that that's not my business okay what I need to know is that I for myself am going home I'm researching the topics um, I'm doing my research I'm educating myself because the Bible tells us that God's people are destroyed by lack of knowledge 
And so we realize that the Bible is telling us that we need to educate ourselves so that we won't be destroyed by the enemy when he comes in, right? So a lot of these stuff are not being taught in churches and it's more like focusing on the wealth aspect. So I get where people say that they don't want to invest in this whole prosperity kind of thing, right? So when we look at the New Testament, it's basically the gospel, right? It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the gospel of good news. It is the gospel of wealth. It is the gospel of prosperity. Why do I say this? Because when we speak about gospel the word gospel in greek rendering would be eugalian or eugalian if i'm saying it right <laughs> i'm not a greek fan guys so the word gospel literally just means good news right so the the good news that jesus christ came and died for us that's good news now we don't have to to live in our sins anymore when we come to christ right that's good news the good news that we can access the things of god that's good news that's eugelian so we're finding out that okay um good news is good news right the eugelian is good news all right so a lot of people say that we should preach about hell and hellfire and all of that i get your point that's nice but that's not a good news you don't preach to people outside in the world telling them all the days of their life that they're going to hell and they're going to burn in hellfire because god hates the sins that they're doing no you tell them the good news you spread the good news to them and that would allow them to come in now and you teach them about the whole hellfire i'm not saying you can't tell people about the hellfire and all of that but we need to show them that okay what is it that is in christianity that wants them to come in christianity is it the hellfire or is it the good news so the hellfire is actually putting people into fear and so fear is not what brings love so we bring them the good news the love of god that's what we bring them the good news right so that's my intake on it right so yeah i don't want to go any deeper on this one right so i'm going back to prosperity gospel as i said as i mentioned prosperity gospel has been spoken about many times I remember I was studying and I was studying on kingdom financing and management and God gave me a verse. It was the parable of talents and sowers, right? And God was talking about money right there. You can use it in different terms, right? You could say, okay, even though it was money God was talking about, God probably is talking about the talent that he has given us, right? What are we doing with it? And as I said, 
this show is about the godly mindset of making millions. So my question to you is what are you going to do with the money that you accumulate? The money that you make after this? What are you going to do with it? If you're not willing to sacrifice even $10, your entire $10, you're not willing to sacrifice like the lady who gave all in the book of Matthew. The lady, she gave all. If you're not willing to sacrifice all to God, then God cannot give you what you truly desire. Right? God cannot give you wealth. Let's be honest. All Christians desire wealth. I'm not saying out of selfish desires. Some desire it out of selfish desires. Some truly and earnestly desire it because they need money to help other people. And they need money to do this and they need money to do that. There's no way that you could say, okay, I'ma live a broke life because I feel it's pleasing to God. God doesn't like to see his children in poverty. That's the worst thing you could ever say in your life. Get real with yourself. God doesn't like to see his children in poverty, okay? Impoverished is not the goal of God, no. We don't do it over here. So we realize in Matthew 25, 14 to 13, if some of you um, want to read, you can even go further up from 14 to get a more context because it's good to have pre-context before you get into the actual context of what I'm saying here, right? So it helps to build your, your mind and thinking ability, okay? So here we realize that it is the talent of the sower, right and let's just read for the kingdom of heaven is a man traveling in a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and unto one he gave five talents to another two and to another to every man oh sorry to another one to every man according to his several several ability, right? And straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. So there he accumulated 10, right? So he had five, he added five more on it and he accumulated 10. Let's read the next verse, verse 17. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two, right? So that's four. Now this brother, but he that had one went and dug in the earth and hid his large money. So this guy decided to hide the money of his master. Like, what? He just dig the hole up like, oh no, I'm afraid of my, my master. Like, I know when we go back to um verse 
yes, verse 24. Let's go skip forward to verse 24, right? Then he, he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sowed. Now, this guy had the audacity to really say that to his master. Like, bruh, seriously? And then he said, And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. There thou hast that is thine. So it's not like he just threw the money like, there, there's the money. Don't, don't do that to me again. Don't give me no money. I'm kidding. <laughs> right? And his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strewed. Thou art, therefore, thou art, est, sorry, King James Version is not my friend, people. Therefore, to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. So here we have discovered that this guy, he's like, okay, I gave you the money. You were supposed to do something with it. You did not. So this is what God is saying to us. He gives us things and he's expecting us to do something with it. Now, God doesn't give us according to, no, I'm not supposed to say that. What I'm supposed to say is God gives us according to our ability. You always hear the term that God never gives me more than what I can bear. Yes, this is the exact thing here. The, the the master doesn't give his servant more than what he knows he can do. So he gave the one with the most because he knows the one with the most can do the most. Now, he wasn't indeed surprised at this last one because he gave him one talent. So you know that, yeah, something's something really up there. Okay, he gave him one talent to show him, okay? I don't really trust you with more than one. Okay, so we understand that mismanagement of God's resources will get you into trouble. It is indeed a thing. So when you see yourself and you don't acquire what you think you should acquire, is because you don't have the ability to manage what God is supposed to give you. So he's expecting you to learn. He's expecting you to craft. He's expecting you to turn this thing into a skill so that you're able to manage the things that he's willing to give you. So God's willing to give you even a billion dollars but it's the fact that you cannot manage it. That is why he won't give you right now. So he has to see that, yes, she knows how to manage it now. He knows how to manage it now. So I'm going to give it to her or him. Okay? So we have to understand that we need to learn how to manage things. Starting with the little. Starting with the, the, the small. Starting with the beanie. We need to learn how to manage things right yeah
Now, this comes down to the part of thighs or thighs. Thighs. Yeah, that one. A lot. I've heard a lot. I've been in um, JC groups. Um, CG groups. Um, WhatsApp groups with Christians. And I've even heard non-believers. And I heard them talking about thieving. And I'm like, what's wrong with thieving? The Bible tells us about thieving. I've heard people say, okay, we heard this in the prosperity gospel. And yeah, I'm not up for it. I'm not going to spend my money and waste my money on thieving. Well, there is a lot of confusion based on thieving. Right? There is a lot of confusion based on thieving. I would definitely do an episode on thieving in the near future, but for now, I'm just going to tell you a little thing about it and not go in depth with it because I don't want the time to pass this. Right? So, this is what I've learned, what I've known, I've speak to the Holy Spirit. We've talked about it. I've talked about it with my family. I've talked about it, you know, with people around me. And I've even watched services with my my teacher, my guide, my prophet, right? So I, I kind of got an understanding. At this very young age, of course, I'm very young. I won't tell you my age right now, guys. But I've learned enough to know that tithing is not an Old Testament thing alone. No. It's been around for ages. It is a New Testament thing as well. Like a lot of people, I've heard people say about, um, you don't really hear tithing about in the New Testament. And so we don't focus on that. And I'm like, um, yes, we do. We do hear about thieving. Right? We do. And as I said, I will go into the scriptures in our next episode. I believe this would be our next episode. If God permits. Yes. If God permits me to go forth with that, then it will be our next episode. So, side my viewpoint i don't know about anybody else but this is my viewpoint i believe god wants to see if you are willing to sacrifice in order to profit the kingdom right as i said earlier mismanagement not only comes in the form of misusing or mismanaging money i said about mismanagement now i'm telling you it doesn't come in the form alone about misusing and mismanaging the money but it also seen in your daily life. How do you manage the body that God gave to you? How do you manage your time, etc.? So as Christians, we need to know that money is not what makes or motivates you to wanting to become a millionaire or a billionaire. But it is God who places the desires for you to accumulate wealth so you can profit the kingdom. So when we go to um, Philippians 2.13, this is the New Living Translation, we read, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Right? 
So we need to understand that it is the desire of God to want us to be wealthy. To want us to accumulate wealth. Now, as I said, I'm not going to touch on the topic of tithing. But my belief on this is that people should tithe. Right? People should tithe. I won't talk about it now. But that's just my belief. That's just my standpoint. If you have any objections to this, you could just drop in the comment. Just tell me, tell me what what it is, why you don't want to tithe. That's your problem. I don't have a problem with you not wanting to tithe. But my viewpoint is that I should tithe and I'm going to tithe. I'm going to tithe until my pocket runs red. I don't care sometimes. I will do it for the love of God, okay? I will tithe. If you have a problem with it, then keep it your keep it on your side, okay? I'll tell you my viewpoints in the next podcast, but tithing is a must for me. Offering is a must for me. Placing my seed is a must for me, okay? It is a must for me. So, yeah. Um, in our future episodes, I would like to go deeper, more in-depth on poverty, on dieting, on wealth, on health, you know? I would like to go deeper on these stuff. I will put in the description box below the Bible verses that I read. And some of them where I got my standpoint on what I've said about some stuff. Some of them that I don't really use, but I have seen that it does work for me. And yeah, and I hope it helps you guys. And I hope it benefits you guys. I hope today's talk show was okay for you. Um, this is part one of the prosperity gospel and I am not out of good news as my papa would say I am out of time I love you all guys and I would see you next time where we will discuss on part two of the prosperity gospel right so just watch out for that next week, Monday, right? Premieres next week, Monday. Peace out. Love you, gummy bears. See you next time. Like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. You can't just listen to this and don't subscribe, okay? I'm looking out for you guys. There would be prizes, giveaways. So just share, like, comment. Yeah, the prize and giveaways is for the future. So, yeah. Get up to 100 subscribers, right? And I promise you guys, there would be a giveaway for future subscribers. So, not now, but in the future. Love you guys. Peace out.